Hello, and welcome to The County Conversation, a podcast featuring employees and subject matter experts from the Fairfax County government discussing programs, services, and items of interest to residents of Fairfax County. I'm your host, Jim Person, and on this edition of The Conversation, we have two guests with us today that we're going to talk with, Joe Mondora and Chris Leonard. Now, Joe is the director of the county's Department of Management and Budget, Chris is director of the Department of Neighborhood and Community Services. But more importantly for this conversation, we're going to be chatting with them today as in their roles as co-chairs of the county's Lines of Business Committee. So we're going to be talking about lines of business. And I know you're saying, what in the world is that? I'm going to find out. We're going to be finding out about lines of business, what they are, what, uh, how they're important, how they're going to be used. But guys, before we get into that, a, a part of the program that our regular listeners know is that it's a chance for us to get to know county employees, a little bit about you. So Chris, we'll start with you, Director of um, Neighborhood and Community Services. Um, have you been in that position a long time? Did you start there? Kind of give us a little, little progression about your history in Fairfax County government. Sure. I've been the Director of Department of Neighborhood and Community Services, uh, acronym is NCS for short. That's how we're probably better known in the community. Right. Uh, for about five and a half years. Wow, it's been that um, long. Before that, I was the deputy director for it's kind of a predecessor agency, the Department of Community and Recreation Services, uh, for about six or seven years. So mm-hmm. I've been with the county overall about 16 years. Okay. Started with the county's budget office for four years, and then I, I went into my capacity as a deputy director for mm-hmm. Community Recreation Services, and, and now in my current uh, position. Right. So 16 years overall, I was born and raised in Loudoun County, so okay. Okay. Uh, just uh, just next door, uh, and uh, actually that's where I, st- I started working there before I came to uh, okay. the Fairfax's budget So office. big, big, uh, was it Loudoun County government or just in Loudoun County? Loudoun County government. Okay, Loudoun so County government. career kind of gov- government employee, serve at government service? Absolutely, and I had a pretty good relationship with the leadership out there, and when I told them that uh, I had some opportunities to go to Fairfax, uh, they were they were uh, effusive in their praise of Fairfax oh, County wow. government, okay. and, and certainly that was my first taste of uh, just how well-respected Fairfax County government wow. is, okay. not just in this area, but I've, I've come to realize it's uh, right. nationally uh, yeah, so well-respected. that's true. Okay. And I'd be remiss, and I know uh, a lot of people know about your your basketball basketball days, but I'd be remiss if I didn't bring that up and let you tell us a little bit about that for the folks that may not know about your, your illustrious career. Sure, <laughs> sure. Uh, I went to, uh, after high school, I went to West Virginia University and played four years of uh, college basketball there. Uh, the time of my life, met my wife there. Mm. We have three beautiful girls now. Uh, so we're all Mountaineers. Uh, my, my oldest just went into college at, oh, wow. uh, at UVA. She didn't go to West Virginia. Darn. Uh, <laughs> stayed in state, but uh, West Virginia is near and dear to my heart. Yeah. And uh, a lot of people say that once you go and play sports there and you wear that name across your chest, you become a West Virginian for life. Uh, and I certainly feel that way. I've got a lot of fond memories cool. uh, about the people and and certainly the alumni base here in the national capital area is, is huge. Oh, wow. Okay. So it's almost daily I run into somebody that's from West Virginia. So okay, it's, cool. it's, that's exciting. That's, yeah, keep those keep those memories going. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, Joe, going to talk a little bit about you. You are the, the new uh, director of the Management and Budget Department, fairly fairly new uh, director. Yeah, that's correct, Jim. I was appointed um, in September. Okay. Um, uh, previously, I served as the deputy director for about 11 years. I've been with the county uh, for actually going on 21 years. Mm-hmm. Um, all of that time, I've worked in the budget office. Okay. Uh, started as a, a budget analyst, and I've had assignments in a lot of the different areas okay. that the budget office works on. Um, 
before coming to Fairfax, uh, I worked briefly in the city of Norfolk in Southern Virginia okay. um, after grad school at okay. Mary. So again, government, uh, government service, government yes. employee. Okay. What, uh, what enticed you to the, to the area of budget? What was it that made it interesting for you? Um, really, I got focused on it as part of my graduate school program, um, public policy program at William & Mary. Mm -hmm. um, one of the um, elements of the, the program was uh, state and local and, and more specifically budgeting. Um, and I just thought that the role the budget played in the overall uh, process of local government was fascinating and, mm -hmm. and I've been involved in it ever since. Yeah. And both of you have experience in, in, in budget and, of course, leading budgets and that kind of thing. When folks not county employees or not, uh, you know, residents that are not really familiar with the county's budgeting process. And I guess if you don't do it every day or, you know, you really can't be familiar with it, at least that's my opinion, and uh, I could be wrong. What is it about the Department of Management and Budget and the county budget that may be overwhelming for someone looking at it from, from the outside? Is there, you know, is it is it hard to understand how the budget is done? Or and I know that's not reason we're here to talk yeah. about, but but you know, I think just the the sheer size of the mm. county budget is is fairly um, can can be fairly overwhelming. Um, we're talking about over seven billion dollars oh, wow. in terms of yeah. of all of the funds. Um, that said, I think that the process that we have established. Um, is very consistent from year to year. Mm. And so I think it's easy to get looped into the discussions. That's the budget cycle okay. is standard in terms of the, the dates of, of release and, and when the various parts of the conversation occurs mm. on the budget, because that I think is part of the, one of the really interesting parts of the budget process. Um, there's certainly work oh, true, within yeah. the county right. to, to develop budget requests, et cetera. But once the county executive releases his budget in February, um, the real sort of fun starts where the board is involved and the community is involved. And right. there's lots of opportunity for community members to yeah. read the budget, to drill down into those parts of the budget that are interesting to them, uh, to participate as part of public hearings, go to meetings that individual board members um, right. host in their districts, yeah. um, and talk about budget issues. Yeah. So there's a lot of, I think, opportunity to be involved. Well, and that's a good point that you make, <laughs> that it's kind of the, the same time every year that certain things yeah. happen. So yeah. it's it's not like, you know, we're going to do the budget today. So it's kind of, kind of a known factor. So we're here to specifically talk about what something called lines of business, and I want to see how that relates to the budget. But I think first we need to kind of kind of get a setup here or an explanation. What are lines of business when we're talking here in, in Fairfax County? Really, fundamentally, lines of business um, are an inventory of what we do. Hmm. Um, as I said, in all funds, we're about seven over seven billion dollars, um, and we do a lot of different things. There are a lot of services provided. Um, and in the budget process and in the budget documents, we talk about a lot of those. But the lines of business really drills down much deeper into what the programs are, who we serve, why the programs are performed, what the benefits are, um, and really provides the opportunity to look at um, metrics, to look at uh, data uh, supporting why it is that we're doing different mm. things. And, and again, fundamentally, how the dollars are being spent. Okay. Um, in terms of the way we've done lines of business in the past and okay. this time. So this is, I mean, you know, stop you. This sure. is not something new for the county. It is not, no. Okay. We've, we've um, gone through an exercise that we've called lines of business or sometimes we've had different names for it, but many times in the past. Um, and, and typically part of the process is really focused on that education. Um, 
element, looking at what it is we do. Mm. But there are also other uses for lines of business. And the way we structured it this year is that the second phase is really going to be providing the opportunity to uh, the board to direct staff to look at specific programs that they've um, gotten information about as part of the lines of business process to ask questions about how efficiently we're providing the services. Okay, dive deeper into that, yes. that thing too. I'm assuming for budget increases, budget decreases, whatever they determine because it's up to the Board of Supervisors to then decide that a budget, et cetera. That's exactly program. right. The, okay. the board makes the decisions on the budget. The, the county executive proposes the right. budget, but the board makes the decisions. Um, the, the context, I think, of this process is that we're in an environment, um, an economic environment and a, and a budget environment um, of having a revenue stream that um, is increasing, but mm -hmm. not at the level um, that supports mm -hmm. all of the growth requirements right, of the county. Right. And so really the, the LOBS process is um, perhaps a level setting of mm -hmm. what it is that we're going to do as an organization going forward right. within the revenue constraints that we have. Right. Chris, you know, if I'm a resident, I'm, I'm probably thinking, doesn't the county already know what they're doing? I mean, <laughs> lines of business. I mean, right. What? Why is it important? Why are we having? Why are we do it? I guess. I think from a from an individual agency perspective, and then also our our agency works very directly with the community mm. on um, how the county's budget process works, and really how the uh, individual programs. Uh, uh, are aligned. Uh, right now, I, I say all the time that people, for instance, we have a uh, park authority in Fairfax County, and we have mm -hmm. neighborhood and community services, we have community centers, we have recreation centers. Uh, people, when they walk in, they're not really that concerned with which agency runs that uh, program. It's they Fairfax just, County. And they're concerned about their service and the service delivery to them. Mm -hmm. uh, so this gives us an opportunity to have that direct conversation with the community in terms of how we're aligned and how we're really funded. Mm -hmm. uh, and so many of the uh, lines of business have uh, multiple funding streams. When you start talking about grant funding, oh, yeah. uh, state funding, federal funding, uh, a lot of times that gets lost in the conversation, again, because as Joe said, we're just so large right. uh, that, that people don't, uh, and again, rightfully so, people are concerned about the service that they're receiving mm -hmm. and, the, and that quality that we don't, we rarely have an opportunity to take a step back and say, okay, and this is where that comes from. Mm. This is how we're doing in terms gotcha. of metrics with, with, within this program area to have that level of discussion. Again, as Joe said, each year there's a budget process and there's a budget document that get, get, gets developed. But through this lines of business process, we're able to be much more comprehensive mm. and be able to have those discussions with the board and with the community directly oh, okay. on those program areas. So I think it's really valuable to be able to do this. Uh, and, and I think this year's process is probably the most comprehensive mm. that, that we've ever done it. Oh, I know wow. Joe said we've done it before. But in terms of really taking that uh, deep dive look mm -hmm. at, at what we do across the county, uh, this, this, I think the the board and the community is going to see this is very comprehensive. Wow, we're on the county conversation talking with Joe Mondora and Chris Leonard about uh, Fairfax County's lines of business process, and going to kind of dive into how this maybe affects or is related to the budget and that kind of stuff in, in, in a minute coming up. But you mentioned Chris several things that were part of the lines of business funding sources, you know, metrics and those type of things. And, and for either one of you, 
all this information, I assume, is collected and be given or presented to somebody, but is it also available for the public to see? Can they see what the lines of business are and all this information that's that's being developed, I guess? Absolutely, Jim. Um, we are anticipating that all of the information is going to go live online uh, January 12th. Um, mm. We will have a very small number of printed documents, but the focus really is on um, accessing the information online. We're going to have a number of different means of getting to the information. Um, we've got 390 LOBs overall, thousands of pages of documents. Wow. 390. The typical, 390. Wow. The typical uh, reader is not interested in all 390 and certainly not interested in the thousands of pages. Um, so by going online, they're able to select particular mm -hmm. areas they may be interested in, a uh, particular lob number even that they've heard oh, okay. about and maybe wanted to learn about um, and, and pull that up and focus on it. Okay. Um, in addition, uh, having the online access provides an easy way for the community to ask questions about the lobs and to provide comments. Hmm. Okay. So, Chris, for Neighborhood and Community mm -hmm. Services, if I'm an active part of that community, if I can then look at this and maybe call your office or someone in Neighborhood and Community Services or the Budget Department, Joe, and ask questions about this particular line of business and what's going on kind of thing, is that what you're looking, thinking will happen or looking for? I think so. I think um, I know from our department standpoint, we're also viewing this as an opportunity to uh, reach maybe a broader audience that, that mm. we don't uh, typically reach or don't uh, reach in, in terms of 1.2 million people in right. this county. Right. One of the things that's frustrating from, a, from an agency operational standpoint is when somebody comes into one of our facilities or accesses one of our services and they were three blocks away, four blocks away, and they were here for three or four years and say, I had no idea that this beautiful <laughs> right. facility is right, right down the street. Uh, so that's that, that doesn't happen a lot, but when it does happen, it's very frustrating. So we view this as an opportunity through the educational process to maybe touch people that maybe aren't aware of our services. Right. So it's not just uh, what we do, how we do it, but it's also an awareness mm -hmm. of these services and programs are, are available right in your community. So that, that again, we view that as an opportunity yeah. for us in terms of uh, – you know, marketing ourselves a right. little bit. Is, is that the sole way or are there other ways for the community to, to get involved in the lines of business process with the county? There'll be a number of different ways, Jim. Okay. Um, in every budget process, we have um, a, a fairly robust um, series of meetings in the community. Mm -hmm. um, again, I, I think I mentioned earlier, mm -hmm. board members host meetings in their districts, um, budget staff or the county executive um, attends those meetings typically and provides a presentation on the budget. As part of those discussions this year, we'll also have information about the lines of business and how to access, how to provide input, how to ask questions, et cetera. Um, we'll also have um, three specific meetings at various places in the county, mm -hmm. South County, the New Providence Community Center, and here at the Government Center, um, where we'll have facilitated meetings for community members to come in, talk about the lines of business, talk about programs that mm -hmm. are important to them, We'll be um, compiling that information and providing it to the board, um, mm -hmm. as we will all of the online comments that we receive. And then finally, we're working on uh, a survey instrument to provide an opportunity to ask specific questions okay. of the community and uh, get their responses. So mm -hmm. we can also provide that to the board. Okay. So the community can then provide input about what program services they want, as well as maybe ones they don't want or use or don't use, so valuable, valuable feedback. Jeff. Anything you wanted to add, Chris? No, I, just, I, I think the in addition to the formal uh, get-togethers that are planned and scheduled, 
I do think that each agency has community mm. groups that they work specifically with, whether it be at the health department or community services board or public works. They have various community groups that, that they work with. So all of this will be flowing through those groups as well, mm. maybe less formally that uh, from, a, from a centralized perspective uh, like DMB uh, may not be aware of because we are mm. all doing what we normally do as part of each budget process. Gotcha. We're going to be sharing this process with all of the various community groups. Mm. I know with our, our department, we work with over 30 community groups throughout Fairfax oh, wow. County. So we'll be having those discussions in addition mm. to what Joe was talking about. Mm. So I think this will be somewhat of a blitz of information, but we view this as really positive and a lot of opportunities to be able to share uh, feedback from right. the community's right. perspective. Uh, that's one of the things I've always really liked about Fairfax County is, is again, approaching 1.2 million people, but it still has that small town feel that mm. I have the ability mm. to impact what is what uh, what uh, I'm paying my taxes for. So that that through this process, I think will be will be highlighted that uh, everyone's going to have a voice and there's going to be ample mechanisms to be mm. able to share those voices. And, and I was going to ask the, the lines of business sounds like really will have an impact on the budget. And if I if I understand the years we're talking about, we're talking about fiscal year 2017 budget that's going to be this data is used for? Well, so the county executive's recommendation that will come out in February will be the 2017 budget. Okay. Um, this lines of business process is sort of running in parallel to that. Okay. So I would anticipate that really the impact on the budget will be uh, as part of the development of the FY 2018 budget gotcha. process. Okay. So we'll be having these conversations in the community with the board um, starting on January 19th. We have a series of meetings scheduled with board members, um, the, the entire board as part of the budget committee. Uh, and at those meetings, <clears throat> agencies will actually present their lines of business, but also the issues that are impacting the services they're providing. Mm. And as a result of all of that discussion, the input from the community, the, the questions that the board members, I'm sure, are going to ask, gotcha. and the information that's pulled together over the course of really the next four months, the board then is going to um, direct staff relative to what issues they want us to look at gotcha. uh, more comprehensively mm -hmm. in the development of future year budgets. And and as we were, you were talking about that, and I was thinking, I don't know that I asked this earlier, I just kind of think I assumed it, but it's the individual agencies, Chris, like Neighborhood and Community Services, and, and I'm assuming management and budget has to come up with their own lines of business. Correct. It's the agencies themselves that develop this material for, for uh, as part of the process to get the ball rolling or to get it started? Yeah, that's right. And what we try to do uh, as the budget office is to develop uh, a process and uh, templates, essentially, hmm. um, to provide the information in a fairly uniform way. I think that's helpful in terms of the discussions. However, as you can imagine, in as large a, an organization yeah. as we are with, again, over $7 billion in expenditures, there's a lot of variability to what we do. Mm. And so each agency has flexibility in preparing their information um, in the compilation of it, uh, worked its way through the process, DMV staff, management budget staff, um, reviewed it, worked with the agencies. We also had a committee that the county executive established. Which, which you two are chair of. The two of us are okay. co-chairs, yes, exactly. Um, that was, I think, really valuable in looking at the information coming from agencies, mm. um, providing the opportunity for uh, a group that in some cases was you know, somewhat removed from the budget process typically, but to look at the lines of business documents and, and make sure that the information that was being provided really was going to 
be helpful and relevant to this conversation. Mm-hmm. And that's what's different, I, I believe, a, a big difference from previous efforts is that committee mm-hmm. and Joe's, Joe and Joe's team within the budget office working together to, to be able to talk about uh, process, to mm-hmm. be able to talk about templates, to be able to talk about what needs to be included, what right, doesn't need right. to be included, where where it needs to be slotted in the presentation document. So all the way through from the creation of the LOBS and providing help with providing the direction to the individual agencies on uh, how we're going about doing those uh, LOB developments, but then all the way through to having discussions about what the presentations are going to look like mm. when we start having the individual presentations, PowerPoint presentations with the Board of Supervisors and ultimately with the community. Uh, so that committee... Uh, which was made up of, of across the county, all agencies, oh, all wow. service areas, to be able to to work in tandem with uh, Joe and Joe's team in the budget office to be able to create a product that I think uh, will be very beneficial and very helpful mm. to the community and the board yeah. okay. uh, as they go through and review this. Interesting. Okay. We've only got a couple of minutes left talking with Joe Mondor and Chris Leonard here on the County Conversation about lines of business, which uh, I'm learning about and they relate to the to the budget and how the budget is is kind of put together and I, I I've heard of um, priorities that the county has do do these lines of business also relate to like priority areas that that the county has as well yes what we tried to do okay. it's getting more complicated yeah. in my mind but <laughs> what we tried to do was to to make those linkages because okay. certainly it's important um, we felt as part of the conversation to be able to understand why it was you know we were we were performing some of the services uh the county actually has um uh seven vision elements that okay. were established um, over 10 years ago um it was an exercise that was undertaken by the whole organization looking at uh, all of the services that we provided and basically <laughs> trying to identify um, a statement for um, each of those vision elements as to what we were trying to do and, and what the benefit was mm-hmm. for the services. Okay. So as part of this lines of business process, departments and then the committee and ultimately um, the county executive and the deputies um, looked at where the lobs were slotted um, in terms of support of the vision elements to try to help oh, the conversation. Wow, okay. So again, for folks that may be interested um, in the community mm-hmm. in um, those services that um, help the environment, they can look at the practicing environmental stewardship gotcha. vision element okay. um, and and drill down on those lines of business that help support that. Okay. Um, and and it's across the board for all seven of those vision elements uh, as to where the the services slot. In some cases, it may be in multiple vision elements, right. um, which is fine. Um, but I do think it helps frame the conversation to make sure that we've, we've aligned those services uh, relative to those vision elements. So and lines of business, it's a big project. I mean, it sounds, yes. it sounds huge, but it's not something just being done in a vacuum. I mean, you're tying it into the vision elements or priorities, and it's tying into the budget and how resources are being used and managed. So uh, I guess kudos. <laughs> it's, I mean, it sounds like it's gone well and, and will be valuable information going forward. Unfortunately, we only got like a minute or so left, but I, I, I did want to ask a question. Sometimes folks um, 
don't understand the difference between the county government and the schools. Those are two separate organizations. Are the lines of business going to reflect school services or in, in the budget and that kind of thing? Or just very quickly, and I know I didn't give you a lot of time for that, but how, that's does, a that, great, how does that relate? That's a great question, and that's, that is really important. Um, really, this part of the process, um, the lines of business exercise, is focusing on the county services. Mm, You're right. Okay. The, the schools are a, a different entity. Um, the county provides um, the vast majority of school funding in terms of the transfer to schools. Um, uh, but the focus of the lines of business is really on uh, the 47 percent or so of the general fund that's non-schools and then all of the rest of the funding streams that are outside of the general fund. Okay. Um, and, and that's where those 390 lines of business come from. Okay. However, obviously the school budget is, is critical in terms of county priorities. Um, the schools have gone through their own exercise recently in terms of mm. looking at um, what their services are and how they can fund them in the current environment. And as we go forward with the lines of business discussion, um, we're looking at a lot of areas where schools and county services come together. For mm. example, transportation. Um, mm. Obviously, schools right. transport kids every day, yep. um, and the county is very involved in, in transit services, um, both regionally and within the county. There may be some opportunities within transportation. Um, there may be some opportunities in terms of the way school health is provided. Mm. The, the county actually um, funds and staffs uh, the clinic room aides and the, and the school health nurses in the schools. Okay. Um, and so there's a collaboration and a cooperation already. We're looking at maybe opportunities in those areas it's and others. some efficiencies. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Very good. Slam out of time. But I know folks may have more questions. I've got more questions. Where can I get more information? We are going to, as I said, um, uh, next Tuesday, January 12th, um, post all of this information. Um, if you go to the Maine County website um, and uh, select budget, which is one of the, the main topics, all of this lines of business information will be available to you, both in terms of reading the information um, as well as submitting uh, questions or comments. Okay. So fairfaxcounty.gov slash budget. budget, and you have the information there. And you can also just go to fairfaxcounty.gov uh, on or after January 12th, and I assume just search for lines of business Correct. and the information will come up. Yes. Uh, very quickly, last 30 seconds or so, uh, give the, the mic over to each of you, and Chris, we'll start with you. Final thought, anything I haven't asked or anything you want to make sure we understand about lines of business? Well, I'm, I'm personally really proud of, of the document uh, that, that has been created. It is, it is very lengthy, as Joe, Joe mentioned, but I think it's uh, uh, by far an exhaustive and comprehensive review of all that we do in the county. And uh, I think the uh, Board of Supervisors in the community will be um, pleased that we've got that information mm -hmm. together. And again, this was, this was basically to help facilitate that discussion in the community and at the board level as far as what, what we need to do moving forward yeah. uh, within the county. So again, really proud, really proud of the uh, entire committee. We had 18 people on the committee. So really proud of the entire committee and the work that was done. And uh, look forward to the discussions mm -hmm. that will happen over the next several months. Okay. Joe, anything, final thought really quickly? Yeah, I just think uh, to reiterate, uh, this is a process, and the lines of business information that will be available um, is the first step in the process to provide mm -hmm. the opportunity to educate folks, to uh, have a discussion, to have questions asked and answered. 
um, and then really to set the stage for the board to direct what the next steps will be in terms of um, where we look for efficiencies, where we uh, uh, drill down deeper into specific programs right. um, that maybe we need to expand if we're not um, providing enough sure. of, of service, or where maybe there are opportunities to do things a little bit differently yeah. in the future. Awesome. Okay. Joe Mondor and Chris Leonard have been our guest on the County Conversation. Gentlemen, thanks for uh, spending some time with us today and talking about lines of business. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening as well. And if you need to get more Fairfax County news and event information, just go online to fairfaxcounty.com gov slash news. You can also call 703-Fairfax. That's 703-324-7329. Weekdays between 8 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. The County Conversation is produced by the Fairfax County, Virginia government, and we thank you for listening.